0: This is the morning sports desk for Monday, August 14th. Happy Monday to everyone. And especially a happy Monday to those high school athletes across central Minnesota as they get up this morning and get ready for practice, and some of them probably already are there in the locker rooms getting ready and head on out to the court or to the field or to wherever the heck cross-country kids practice because fall sports doesn't officially begin on schedule, but for the high school kids, fall sports has begun. They begin practice today. I know uh, some schools, like Bertha Hewitt, had their football team practice a week early, Uh, so you know not everybody quite is off on the same page, but... Pretty much everybody is off and running today across central Minnesota. So whether you play football, volleyball, or cross country, best of luck to all of the high school athletes and coaches and parents and fans and everybody involved. And kids hate to say it, but we're one step closer to the next school year. I know. I know. Makes me shudder as well. And I don't even have to go to school anymore. Uh, But the fun part was always getting started with high school sports. I remember myself... Uh, at Bertha Hewitt, I mean, I didn't really play a ton. I was not a stud athlete by any stretch of the imagination, but it was still fun uh, to get to have that first day of practice. It was like Christmas morning. Everybody's just kind of excited to be back out there. There's this sense of optimism because everybody, you know, feels like this is going to be a year where they could really do something. And whether it's just, you know, having a winning record or making a section tournament run or getting to state or, or doing whatever, it's just. It's really fun to get out there, and I remember football practices. Uh, my freshman through junior years of football was when you could do the classic two a days, and we would just practice from eight to noon. There would be two practices stretched in there: one practice on defense, another one on offense, and you kind of spend those first two weeks uh, really kind of getting right back into the swing of things. And then my senior year, they kind of tweaked the rules a little bit to give yourself to give us more breaks in between practice and limit the contact and all that just to keep everybody healthy. And, and that was interesting too. And that was a, a neat experience, but uh, man, when you get started with the, uh, with the fall sports, it's crazy. Cause you're, you're not in school yet, but school kind of feels like has already started and uh, it's just a fun time. Uh, so congratulations to those athletes as they get ready and best of luck throughout the season. And we got a special surprise coming up on the morning sports desk for all of you high school sports fans across central Minnesota. Don't worry. We got something planned just for you for the morning sports desk in the month of September. I don't want to tease it too much, but uh, just want to let you know we got something coming. So keep listening around this time of day and anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is. We are also Uh, looking at some other new things like on YouTube as well, Wadena Radio, look it up there. Uh, We're figuring some stuff out on the morning sports desk. Me and Corey are to try and get this thing as awesome as it can be because we love just talking about uh, the local sports around here and are really, really excited to get to call games again. That's on its way and to get to do all the things associated with with high school sports, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. And I think I've pretty much uh, talked about my excitement with that as much as I can. So now let's move on to some state sports uh, today. Uh, the Twins are off, and then they play two games against Detroit, and then they're off again. Uh, but over the weekend, as we talked about on Friday on the morning sports desk, I said, you know, the Twins lost two out of th- or three out of four against Detroit. And it was a bad series loss. Those games were ugly. The offense didn't show up at all. And I said, you know, this team had a bad showing against Detroit. And watch them now take two out of three against a really good Philadelphia team on the road because that's what this team does. And wouldn't you know it, the Twins took two out of three on the road in Philadelphia uh, behind two great starts from Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray. Both of them pitched six shutout innings to guide the twins to victory the twins won eight to one on saturday night and then they also won three nothing yesterday uh which means that we can all say the line uh after sunny gray's great start in philadelphia it's always sunny in philadelphia like the uh like the show on fx with danny devito uh, w- yeah all right certain people get that uh anyway Uh, The Twins got a big series win, which helps out a lot for this team. Uh, They gain a game on Cleveland, who lost two out of three against the Tampa Bay Rays this weekend. So the twins have a four and a half game lead in the American league central. If you look on certain websites like baseball reference and fan graphs, and some of these betting websites that kind of say, all right, well, based on the data, here's the percentage chance that you have to make the playoffs and to win your division. And for the twins, it's equal because the, if the twins don't win the central, they don't make the playoffs, but the twins have a 93% chance of making the playoffs as of this morning so I'd say that they're pretty much a lock to make the AL Cent- uh, to win the AL Central. Now it's not a guarantee, uh, but it'd take an even worse collapse than a season before because a year ago at this time the Twins already lost first place and didn't get it back, or at least a sole share of first place, and were already on the kind of the big tailspin they were in the final two months of the season. The Twins are weirdly enough in better position than they were a year ago, uh, and uh, despite all of their struggles. And this kind of gets to my point about the Minnesota Twins, and that is, and I've said it before on the on this program, is give Pablo Lopez his flowers. Like, we can, I, I get that he was traded for Luisa Rice. We can't ever talk about how, like, we can't ever talk about anything positive with this trade, but darn it, I'm going to talk about it again. Uh, the trade is fine. I'm I'm not necessarily saying I love the trade or like I'm really glad Luis Arise is gone. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is the twins gave up a good player in a to get not just a good pitcher in Pablo Lopez, but he is a number one starter. He is an ace. He is a good pitcher on this Twins team. Now is he like Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, like again breaking it down in terms of quarterbacks, uh, you know, is Kirk Cousins a top 5 quarterback in the league? No, 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 no. But is he a fairly capable and competent starting quarterback that more often than not can win you football games? Yeah. So, and I think Pablo Lopez falls in that kind of camp and honestly could be better. Uh, Pablo Lopez, again, as we talked about, is third in all of baseball in strikeouts. He's second in the American League in strikeouts. He's top 10 in the American League in innings pitched through the season. Uh, He's been an ace. And Sonny Gray, despite his struggles, still uh, has been pitching well. And then you have Kenta Maeda, who's also been throwing well. And guys, if the Twins make the playoffs, I understand this team has not won a playoff game let alone a playoff series uh, since I was... The Twins haven't won a playoff game since I was in the first grade. The last time the Twins won a playoff series was 21 years ago. I wasn't even in kindergarten yet. So I understand there's a lot of frustration of like, what does the regular season matter? So what if they win a pathetic AL Central? If they don't win in the playoffs, what's the point? And I get that. And that's you're not wrong to think that. Uh, But the Twins pitchers of Pablo Lopez, Kenta Maeda, and Sonny Gray... Uh, are If the Twins make the playoffs, they're going to play in the wildcard series, which is a three-game, it's a best-of-three series, so the Twins would have to win two games. They're all at home, and it'd likely be against the Toronto Blue Jays. I would take the Twins pitching. Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, and Kenta Maeda will put the Twins in a position to win all three of those games. Now, does the offense step up? Sure, like that's a valid question. But make no mistake about it, the Twins have the pitching to make a deep playoff run. And that's not even counting Bailey Ober or Joe Ryan, who both have had successes this season, uh, despite kind of the last few weeks. Uh, So the Twins playoffs, uh, pitching-wise, is certainly really good. And when you look at the offense, well, they just... I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you got to hope that Max Kepler stays hot. You got to hope Carlos Correa can turn it on in the postseason. Maybe Byron Buxton comes back healthy and turns the season around, or maybe Buxton doesn't come back and the Twins can use the DH spot for a guy like Ryan Jeffers, uh, who's been mashing the ball lately and leads all catchers and baseball uh, in on base plus slugging since the All Star break. That guy's been mashing the baseball. Uh, you know, whatever. You just got to hope some guys get hot in the postseason. But. Look, if the, if the Twins, despite their lackluster record and how topsy-turvy they've been, if the Twins can break the playoff loss streak and maybe even win a playoff series and they just lose in the ALDS right away, that's fine. I consider it a success and the franchise can move on past the playoff losing streak, which I think would be a big win, all things considered. Uh, also, the... St. Saint Paul Saints honored Daryl Strawberry over the weekend, so that was pretty cool. Uh, they had Bill Murray in town to honor the former St. Paul Saint because, of course, in between his time between the Mets and the Yankees, Daryl Strawberry played very briefly for the St. Saint Paul Saints when they are an independent league team, so they honored him and retired his number over the weekend in St. Paul. My brother got to go to the game, actually, and he said that that place was packed uh, to get to see him and Bill Murray and do all that kind of stuff. All right, well, one last thing I want to conclude the morning sports desk on for today is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Clear blue waves create a new lakes theme for the 2023 Minnesota Timberwolves City Connect jersey. So every single year, the Wolves kind of have a rotating alternate jersey because Nike wants to make that sweet, sweet uniform money. Uh, and some of them have been really cool. Some of them haven't been. There's been like gray ones that just say Wolves across the front. That doesn't look very cool. There was one that said MSP for Minneapolis-St. Paul. Those ones were fine, but they weren't super cool. The Prince jerseys are just 10 out of 10. The uh, the old throwbacks with the trees, the black ones, say Timberwolves across the front, 10 out of 10. Wouldn't change a thing about them. But now, uh, you also had a few clunkers in there, like the, the last year's one where it was talking about art, and it just was like... Blue, yellow, and red with Minnesota across the front. Those ones didn't look good. But this year, the Wolves will have a Lakes-themed city jersey. And they unveiled it yesterday in Lake Minnetonka. Nas Reed and Mike Conley were there. And apparently this rapper whose name is Young Gravy, I guess, uh, was also there unveiling it. Uh, And they basically, it looks like water. I don't know what other way to explain it over the over the radio, uh, but it looks like water. The jerseys look like water. Uh, and I don't know how I feel about them, because I heard it was going to be lakes-themed, and on an NBA jersey, it's kind of weird, and they talk about summer lake life when the NBA is over the winter, which is also kind of weird. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the jerseys will grow on me, but I think they're certainly better than last year's. And when they wear these new lakes jerseys, Uh, they are going to be with a new court. So the Wolves will have an alternate court when they do that, which will also be pretty cool. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Uh, Go look up a picture on the Timberwolves' Facebook page or Twitter page or Instagram page or wherever. You can go see those uniforms. They're kind of cool. I'm not sure how they'll look during a game, but the one takeaway is it's still weird to see an Anthony Edwards jersey where he's number five. That'll take some getting used to, but... Hey, the guy's been hooping for Team USA uh, in the international tournament right now, so go Anthony Edwards. Let's go. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, August 14th.